How are you feeling, Alex? You stable? You ready to talk about this? No, I'm not, man. You need some time? <laughs> time off? <laughs> Should I bring in a guest? Yeah. Gravy, come sit in for me today. All right, everybody. This week on Soccer Situations, mid-table Man City and Tottenham win for the first time in 700 years. Cozy Craven Cottage has become the cabin from the Evil Dead. And there's tension in the studio as Liverpool leapfrog Arsenal in a one-point race. Let's go. Soccer situation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of Soccer Situations. Alex, we finished out a whole season. It's crazy. 38. Right? 38 down. Yeah, in about a, two years. Um, <laughs> of course, truth be told, we do have those ghost episodes in the can. Yeah, there's quite a few. We have there. recorded many more than, or at least a ha- what, half a dozen more than 38. At least, yeah. Probably. Yeah. They yeah, never made it out. This is it. Full season in the bag. Yeah. Congratulations. It's pretty good. On your it's birthday. pretty good. It's Alex's birthday today. Look at that. As we record Milestones this, all around. It'll be too late for you all to say something as this yeah. comes out. Jeez. So feel bad about forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't hear from any of you. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, usually we kind of start with just nonsense and pop culture talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's actually talk for a second about what I said. It, how long do you think the pod can go before the tension builds to something serious. I mean, is it going to? Is that I funny? Th- I'm kind of joking. No, I mean, it'll be, there'll be tension. I think most of the tension is just going to boil around the matches, really. Yeah, uh, that's true. The title race will get, you know, it's, it'll be what it is. It's going to get, I mean, the tensions will be high. Yeah, that's true. But I think our our, our anger will be mostly at the refs. in the matches. <laughs> at the refs, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Most likely, yes. Yeah, that's the thing is, they're giving us plenty of direction to focus our anger, not on each other, but on, on these numbskulls yeah. that, that run the league, you know? Yeah, just hoping that they don't cost one of us the league. Right. Every week, there's some kind of something happening. We're right. already, at least we're right now, so far, we're one and one. We right. each have a game that we shouldn't have lost That's that has true. a loss on our, our record. That's true. So we can mentally so, compare So right now, it's even. It's level. Yeah. yeah it's even level. though we've both been screwed over. Yeah. Right now, that is going both ways. It's fine. Yeah. We'll see if that changes. <laughs> Could change at any, any moment, any weekend. Right. With the way these refs go. Yeah. Well, before we go full fitty, what's, what else is going on? I didn't have much in the notes. As you see, I'm complaining here about that Godzilla show that I've been excited about. Yeah. Loved it. Trumpeted it. Starting to fall off, it's huh? It's getting boring. You know, I was all about this Kurt Russell situation and this John Goodman situation and Anders Holm playing young John, Russell's son playing him. But um, it, they're not, it's like none of that now. It's this three young leads that are all bad actors, all three of them. That's disappointing. Very few monsters now. I kind of expected that because these shows don't have the budgets to go like full Godzilla every episode. Yeah, yeah. But the three young leads are just are just not bad great actors. Actors, all three of them. That's a bummer. Really disappointing stuff. Yeah, it's hard to overcome that unless you go full monsters. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, if if the cast is that limited, eh, 
Yeah. That's, you know, that's your other option. Start cutting back on their budget and start <laughs> paying it all to the monsters. Yeah, it's funny, though, because um, I think it's kind of whetted my appetite for, like, the Godzilla-verse, or what I think they call it the Monster-verse. The Monster-verse. So that seems like that should be, like, Frankenstein, vampires, It does seem like that. Wolves, so right? I, that's what like I picture in my head. Like the old 50s yeah. Hollywood <laughs> yeah. monsters. That's the Monster-verse. But anyway... Um, because of that, I went back and revisited the 2014 Godzilla. I yeah. think Edgar Wright directed Godzilla with Ken Watanabe in it, and um, that's a solid movie. Again, some bad acting, but it's pretty solid. I don't know if I've seen that one. The action crush. It's a real slow burn. Me and Ian Is it went, a long one? Me and Ian went and saw it at um, Webster Place in Chicago oh, nice. when they first got the rec- – I think that was the first ever movie theater recliner we ever laid in because it blew our minds. Oh, it's when they upgraded, when they yeah. just upgraded to the recline. The full nice. recline. And yeah. I full-blown fell asleep in it. I was like, that movie is kind of boring, man. Uh, <laughs> but it, I'm revisiting it. It is a slow burn, but it's pretty sick. And nice. the action scenes pay off, and it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. It burns to something at least. Yeah, it's cool. That's pretty cool, man. That's nice. But uh, – yeah, what else? Oh, yeah, I was going to say uh, I was listening to The Watch this week, another big podcast of mine. And my my guy, Chris Ryan, is kind of like my TV guy. And he was saying uh, he's, like, really stoked that industry is coming back to HBO. Do you know that show at all? No, I don't. It's another, like, finance show. Really? Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, can I watch another finance show? The shit that I hate most of all. Yeah. But I love Succession. It's the greatest show For some of reason, all time. like, the... And then, like, I watched Billions, even though it got bad pretty quickly. And this is kind of the same thing, but, again, it's supposed to be, like, prestige TV. Hopefully it's better than Billions. But it's set in, like, a U.K. finance office with, like, young Gen Z Did they already run a season of the show? Oh, the third season is coming out. And, yeah. Was it big in the U.K.? I I think it did okay here and was big there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it did okay here, though. I tried to watch it. And a little mild spoilers. But, um, A, yeah, it was another show set in finance. I think this is – I tried to watch it while Succession was still on, so I was like, I yeah, don't need like this. Too much, too much finance yeah. all in one go. Succession is technically set in media, but, you know, it's that world. It's the same. It's money. People talking money. Anyway, um, yeah, it opens with um, one of what I assume is the main characters. Again, I only watched like two, one or two episodes. I didn't stick with it. And she's at this really, really prestigious hedge fund. I'm not sure. Uh, a financial institution and it seems like she has uh, um, faked her accreditations and she so uh, she's keeping a secret and it's barely holding together and I'm like this is stressful and it's not a world I'd like to be in <laughs> and I think I'm just it's not gonna, really I'm, drawing you in I'm just gonna go watch something else that's a lot stupider than this yeah and, and I'm gonna yeah, have fun a little less stressful you know I'm gonna put on righteous gemstones for the third time <sighs> what a show that's not a stupid show by the way no that's a brilliant not show saying that but anyway, lots of laughs oh man it's so good that show is amazing yeah that's it for me oh we watched stavros halkias yeah he just yelled at andrew santino i think for pronouncing his name like that i don't know how to pronounce it i don't know how to pronounce it he's greek he released an hour special yeah it was it was good i've never seen him do more than anything of like five ten minute crowd work sets same yeah so i was surprised to see his written work was solid very good very he did good. veer into crowd work a couple yeah. of times which he filled is cool. some time with some crowd work. i'm gonna allow it because that's kind of his thing yeah and he crushed it, it too. to fold it in and out of his set as he did it worked it was pretty seamless yeah it seemed to me i mean i know it's what he does is crowd work but mm-hmm. it seemed like bold to me it seemed like you would be nervous because you're just picking a random person out of the crowd yeah you have no clue what you're gonna get right and you're shooting a special yeah it seems like a nervy moment to pick 
pick somebody out there. I think like improv people have tricks they fall back on. I think crowd work comics have the same. Yeah. They have kind they have of, ways uh, to make it well, work. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Stavros especially, his whole thing is he just laughs at his own joke and he has a funny laugh. And it's it makes true. He's it a super funny laugh. Yeah. Um, but speaking of nervous, it's funny because his whole thing, like, he looked nervous through the whole thing. Did you notice that? He did, yeah. He he's looked, kind of an awkward guy. And he he kind of looked like, like a, little... a comic that only does tiny stages in New York because he didn't move the whole time. Yeah, it's Perfectly true. Perfectly centered, and he sat like this, and he just bobbed back and forth on his feet like this. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Maybe that's his style. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's how he is on stage. Sure. But, like, yeah, it was funny. He did yeah. just kind of do the awkward step back and forth. He never took a single step in any direction. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. The whole special. That could be. I mean, that was his first special, right? Yeah. He's still a young kid. My favorite thing about it, shout out to Stavros for this for real. He's a fucking real one. He did, he recorded the special in Austin, Texas, and he went out there and just proceeded to roast Austin so accurately. Accurate and hard. And, and persistently and repeatedly. He was destroying and it. And the crowd got noticeably quiet a couple of times because Austinites think Austin is the center of the fucking universe. Yeah. And... It was funny. It was. I, I really appreciate. And you that could he tell when he was yeah. talking about like the white people moving in, like the yuppie crowds and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That like those people were there. Yeah, and they were yeah. sitting there like. Oh, yeah, he goes. Shit. He literally. It's, it was like he lived there. He goes. Yeah, Austin used to be cool. He's like, now it's just tech bros, which is something I've said thousands of times yeah. in my life. But uh, I mean, that's. I, I know I have friends in Austin that if they heard this would be rolling their eyes. But it's, <laughs> it's largely true. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's that's the seemingly the majority of the crowd now, especially if you're going out anywhere in town. It's, that's who you're going to be around now. Even Maggie, our mom, called out how there were nerdy tech bros everywhere in Austin. Yeah, yeah, and they are like you know they're diehard Austinites, so yeah. they would notice. Oh, for sure. If anyone would notice, they would. Yep. But uh, yeah, shout out to Stavi for that. Always yeah, roast, very special. Like, keeping it real about Austin. You know, for other certain reasons, lots of comics are really on Austin's dick right now, and I think it's a bunch it's of bullshit. Yeah. I'm glad. It was nice and refreshing to hear somebody just say it. Yeah, this place sucks. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a playground for the wealthy and tech nerds. Yeah, and I feel like there's definitely comics down there who don't necessarily love it. Yeah. They're just like going to be there because it's now the centerpiece for. There's a comic that we know personally that I know hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 That was another one I appreciated uh, saying similar things about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was the truth. It's the hard truth. Anyway, enough roasting like yeah. randomly Austin, yeah. Texas catching strays. We do. We do. We still love Austin That's, and the food. The scarf. I don't know if it's on camera to Alex's left is actually from the Liverpool um Austin fan fan group. Yeah, that's <laughs> Sorry funny. about that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's I watched some. I watched some games down there while I was down there. A few they times. have that really nice Irish pub in that like prefab suburban outdoor mall. That's yeah, horrible. I think I went there with you. Yeah, the that's bar was we went, nice right? though. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, good crowd. Yep. All right, should we take a little break and then talk soccer? Let's do it. Okay, little break. We'll be right back. This episode of Soccer Situations is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. I mean, what can I say about Littlefoot Coffee? Um, they're not just friends of the pod. They're family of the pod, quite literally. Um, Alex started Littlefoot years ago after more than a decade of roasting experience, um, roasting coffee for some of the hottest, most fashionable 
and uh, most importantly, tasty specialty coffee roasters in America. My favorite thing about it is that it's just really high-grade coffee without a drop of pretense. You're not going to find a bunch of weird, savory notes that the roaster is passing off as intentional. It's just really sweet, comforting flavors that everybody wants in their coffee. And now, for a limited time only, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com. Promo code situations. Once again, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com using the promo code situations. All right, y'all, we're back. Let's uh, let's go chronologically this week. Let's start with that early kickoff. Guess who it is? The favorite kickoff. It's (laughs) don't tell Jurgen that. (laughs) This week it was Crystal Palace one. Liverpool 2. Another super fun one. What did I write here? Once again, Liverpool kick off early, and once again, Liverpool win it late. Starting slow. Super stressful. Not a lot of fun to watch. Nope. Um, Not the best early kickoff. Plenty of refereeing atrocities to get our blood pressure boiling early in the morning. (laughs) I think I almost blacked out at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It got pretty um, tense pretty early. No, yeah, to to dive into just a couple details. The two, again, video review humiliating themselves twice in this game. Uh, I forget which one came first. One incident to Palace. There was a penalty. And it was a penalty. Yes. But at the time... It seemed like a perfectly innocuous clearance. The ball was cleared. The commentator did say something like, uh, no claims for penalty. The play moves on. About three minutes later, they stop play and roll it back. Roll it back to for look a penalty. And sure enough, it was a foul. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jarrell Kwanzaa looked to have cleared the ball cleanly, but he actually got under the foot of the attacker. Yeah. And um, penalty was given. They slotted at home. Palace goes up 1-0. Todd gets super angry. <laughs> um, tries to tell himself it's just about the officiating. But um, truth is, Liverpool were playing pretty bad, so I was already mad leading up to that incident. Yeah, you guys right? did not start the game looking great. Yeah, yeah. Midfield was a mess. Yeah. The other major VAR incident, which I think did actually occur before that one. Yeah, I think it was the first one. Almost led to another Palace penalty. In fact, the penalty was awarded after a foul on Wataru Endo in midfield. A clear, clear foul. Pretty clear one foul. One of the most obvious fouls. Yeah. Um, you know, led to a run into the box. Virgil van Dijk cleared a guy out. Undisputable penalty if the play was live. Yeah. But VAR called back to the foul on Endo. And this idiot referee. I don't know about when was the last time I screamed like that many obscenities about a referee. On yeah, TV. you were pretty mad about um, it. He just, <laughs> because I had a, a clear shot of him sitting and just watching the most obvious foul anyone has ever <laughs> and, seen. Yeah. And he's just watching the VAR screen, looking at it like, huh. And it's going, and you can see the screen too. So you yeah, they see show what you exactly seeing, what he's watching. And it's just obvious foul. Obvious foul on loop over obvious. Yeah. And he's just going. And this goes on for two minutes. Way too long. Three minutes. Even way the commentator said the same thing. Even Phil Neville, Everton boy, Phil Neville. Yeah. was like, he looked at that way too long. Yeah, they were. Everybody was like, that was ridiculous. Just watching this numbskull look at the screen. I almost had a stroke. Dude. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Insane. Because it was like, if there's any possibility, he calls it the other way. It's yeah. just like, just flip this, throw the TV out the window. And that's where my <laughs> head was, of course, was like, uh. 
this motherfucker just doesn't want to change his mind. It seemed that way. He feels it embarrassed like... that he let that play on and he wants to stand by his initial call. Yeah. Despite the evidence looping in three second loops right in front of his face. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, luckily he got it right. But man, I was mad about that. In fact, uh, there's something going on in my neck. Did I just blow up? My blood yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Other thing worth noting, Allison back in net and Allison saved the day. Definitely got us three points. Massive yeah, saves great. in both halves. Looked fantastic. I don't think we get the three points with Kelleher and Net. Yeah, no, he made some unbelievable saves. Yeah. So Liverpool go top by one point. One point. Three goals in the differential column. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, it doesn't feel like it. We haven't played well yet. Yeah. We barely deserved that win. We've been scraping wins against ugly teams. It's funny. It's exactly how I was feeling while we were on top. Yeah, we're top of the it table. It was like, ah, I don't even know how we got here. I mean, <laughs> any kind of smart person is not taking any comfort by this. Arsenal, one point yeah. behind. The suddenly lethalist Aston Villa of all time, two points behind. Right. City, you know, doing their thing. City will be. The monolith, if you watched our brilliant Instagram stories today. <laughs> yeah, they're always there. You can't get rid of them. Yeah, they'll be around. You know? They'll be right back up there soon. Yeah. They got an easy run coming up, but yeah, it's got to feel got to feel good. Be sitting on top right now, heading into a, a busy fixture. You have a tough fixture run coming up. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. I gotta say, uh, honestly, it feels like when I look at my bank account and I know like I've overdrawn my checking account, but they just haven't come out yet, and the money's technically the money's there. there but, but I'm like, like, I know that money's not there. That's yeah. what this feels like being top. I'm like, this is a, yeah. this is an illusion. Yeah, uh, there's some rough times ahead. Yeah. I uh, I got to say gonna though, be some big changes. Do this over I, the next like three I weeks. I honestly hope this front, this top four continues to shuffle the way it has been throughout yeah, the fun. season. This is great. It's really fun. What a great season, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is what we've wanted. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, is like an actual I'm all like, about this. title race between several teams, not mm-hmm. just two teams. Yeah, or just one team running the way. Right. Did you notice I did rotate a Liverpool jersey to the front did you for really? the occasion? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. It's only fair, I guess. It's only uh, fair. It looks good, too. It looks <laughs> yeah, really right. good. It's the 92 Centennial shirt. Edit it out. Centennial away shirt. Blur the background. It's a classic. Anyway, let's move on to... The only highlight of the weekend? <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> results did not go Alex's way for the his birthday weekend primarily. You got to do yeah, better, Pretty man. salty about it. Do better, bro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's talk about Manchester United nil, Bournemouth three. Um, a result that I've called out as a joke in this podcast before. Yeah, you have. This weekend it was serious. Yeah, we were laughing about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, it, it became reality for them. Listen, a sad reality for them. Sad reality because this was no fluke result. No, it was I, not. You know, I have in the notes almost as dominant as Villa was against City last week. That might be an exaggeration statistically. I don't know. Yeah. But Bournemouth were well in control of this game. Bournemouth looked great. Yeah. And they have. They've Their looked great recently. Nice. Beautiful goals. That Solanke goal. Solanke. I think I called out Solanke. I don't know. I mean, you know, I was kind of a little bit joking, but not really. Before in the podcast before I said, you know, Bournemouth, Bournemouth going to take him on and Solanke. Yeah. No, I think you did. I mean, there we you go. Know, he's been on the radar. He looks good. Yeah. And then, you know, Philip Billing also Solanke Jr. <laughs> Yeah, Came on, did Solanke his job 2.0. as well. It is tough to tell those guys apart from the high camera angle. They got different fa- the facial hair patches. Yeah, I know, but I can't see no, that. I from know, the I know. For the, no, their build is exactly the same, build and they and have like, like the hair same hair, and skin tone. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Anyway, and they're both very good. Yeah, and they have. Yeah, exactly. They both cause a similar amount of chaos. True. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
I think Bournemouth's form should be the story, probably. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot to say about it other than they're on the upswing. They look pretty solid. Yeah. You know, they they're starting to get like a distinct play style. They're starting to see like confidence. Yeah. There's some confidence coming into players who haven't really had confidence before. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because like, is this the manager? Is this his first season? I believe so. Um, yeah, so maybe it just seems like the manager's new ideas taking a little while to settle in. Could be. Um, that is definitely. They seem to be hitting their stride now. It's a real thing. You know, I have my eye on this manager because he looks like a Spanish coach Taylor. He does. He's a very he called that guy. out, and I was like, damn, he He's really so does. So wholesome. He does. How do you say? Clear eyes, full hearts, and then Espanol. Yeah, right. Let's say it is something. It's like claro ojos, um, um, <laughs> grande. Uh, no, nah, I don't know yeah, how to say uh, full hearts. Yeah, yeah. Full. How do you say full in Spanish? I never learned that. I don't think that seems like a pretty basic basic vocab that right? passed me by. Hey, I don't think I know that one either. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah. His name, his real name is uh, Andoni Iraola, apparently. Yeah. Andoni. Good manager. Into it. Yeah. Early impressions of him, to be honest. But he's handsome, and his Bournemouth team just kind of beat up United. So yeah, and they looked good, good doing it. Yeah. yeah. We said we like those kits a little bit, the nice kits. Mm-hmm. Good good uh, yeah. Dortmund-esque kits they yeah. were wearing. Dortmund and uh, whichever Turkish team wears those colors. Oh, yeah, we were looking at we that, yeah. <laughs> that, I've gotten like that wrong Fenerbahce, so maybe, I think. Mm-hmm. The one Dirk Kite played for. Yeah, yeah, that one. Right. Now, you ready to talk about Aston Villa 1, Arsenal 0? brutal brutal match it was a tough one i can give you a list of positives to take from it if you need one (laughs) no i honestly i i don't feel too terrible about the result it's a very frustrating result i don't necessarily think we deserve three points out of this game but coming out of it with nothing hurts yeah um because we looked good, especially after the way they, they trounced City. Exactly. It was nice to see us play confidently against them. Yeah. And yeah. And, and dictate the game to them yeah. in, on their on their turf. Exactly. Which was unexpected. Yeah. I did not expect that from us. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it I mean there was a question, I guess, a little bit if is if Unai was gonna do something dramatically different. Yeah. But he didn't. No, and he did the same the same thing he was doing against City. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was really positive. Arsenal definitely had a lot more attacking sort of prowess that City never even got a chance to. Yeah, you know, put the high up. press was working really well. Mm-hmm. We were winning the ball back in great oh situations my God. over so and over and over. I again. meant to, I actually meant to look up that statistic, like how many final third um, recoveries, recoveries we had. Yeah. It was a ton. Had to we be. were, yeah, we were on top of them. I mean, they got that goal, and since like after they scored their goal. It was just like relentless Arsenal pressure. Yeah, it was. Like every time they tried to break out, it was either like a like Rice or one of the center backs coming forward and stepping in between. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't connect anything through midfield. Uh, yeah, it, it was very encouraging to watch. Um, as frustrating as it all was, how it played out uh, with like in. I mean, we could talk VAR again. I was gonna say let's talk about let's rewind to the Jarrell Kwanza foul. That was given about five minutes after it happened in the yeah. Liverpool game. Again, we mentioned this earlier in the pod. Seemed like a, just a nothing clearance, but on VAR Nobody replay, really about it even. they noticed that his foot was actually just behind the foot and leg of the defender, and he was actually kicking him in the back. 
let's move to the Arsenal game. Snap back to reality. Dug the squeeze. And clearing a ball out. Seemingly clearing the ball away from Jesus. Yeah. But like, when you look at the replay, he cleared out through the calf. The still frame looks identical to the, yeah. to the Liverpool incident. It's the exact same foul. Yeah. And Arsenal were denied a penalty. Arsenal, no, no penalty. The inconsistency in the refereeing is pretty wild. That's where it's so frustrating. It's like, how... What do we have to do? Like, how do you, how do we get these people on the same page? Right. How do we get rid of the gray area in the rules? Yeah. You would think having a unified source of final decision making, like as a VAR place in Stockton Park, is that where they said yeah. it is? Stop, yeah, would, like would unify because they have a single person there making the decisions, but they still have these stupid fucking loopholes because they don't want to offend the on-the-field referees. They're so afraid of overriding that that they have the clear and obvious, like yeah. which is just such vague wording that yeah. they interpret differently every single week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, the on-the-field ref is still making the first and last decision. Yep. You know? Yeah, absolutely. They just get a little bit of advice in between. Yeah, and they the advice that they, you know... Can, they, they seemingly don't want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. They really don't want the to. The whole culture of the Ref uh, Association seems very, really resistant to it. Yeah, very protective of their own situation and not looking in bad in those situations. Yeah, it's goofy stuff, man. It really seems like, like just a classic old boys club. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's super frustrating. They're, and obviously, like, nobody, like, managers aren't allowed to talk about it anymore. Um Obviously, Mikel wasn't going to say anything. He can't say anything again. He's just coming off of suspension. Dude, media outlets have been instructed not to talk about it. Yeah. That's some, like, creepy fascist shit. Yeah, it's insane. It's wild. It's really insane. Um, And that's not a conspiracy theory. Like, the emails were leaked. Like, the, like big broadcasters were, told like, told to, to tone it, it down, criticizing the refs. But, like, wh- it's so stupid. It's like, why? they? Why are they safe from criticism yeah i think because the league is more worried it's about what's good for the image of the league versus what's actually good for the league the league you know what i mean actual like parody yeah they're worried about the marketability of the league not the health of the league it's true you know that's true which is sad two different things yeah it's a sad state of affairs yeah but that was a frustrating result but uh you know to bring this all back that was quite a ramble yeah but to bring it back to um uh villa arsenal I think it's safe to say a way to Aston Villa is one of the toughest fixtures in the league this year. Absolutely. You know, Villa Park is a famous atmosphere even without this kind of team, dude. Yeah. And now it's a fortress. Unai's got him dialed. Uh, thank you, James, for the compliment this week. He gave us credit. He's like, you guys were the only ones trumpeting Unai all season. James gave us a shout-out for that. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. We're big Unai guys over here. Yeah, it's true. Even though he did us dirty. I respect the hell out of him for doing it. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> he did it. You know? And, yeah, it's good to see him. It's good to see him doing well. We were joking about wanting He's to see him guy. hit his glass ceiling in the Europa League, but <laughs> he deserves better, you know? Right, yeah. Now, I'd like to see him get a run of the Champions League point. Oh, if they could hold on to a Champions League place. Yeah. Beautiful. It'd be a beautiful thing. Right. Do you want to move on to uh, today's games? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't you start? <laughs> I lost my momentum. We were talking. Okay, we're, we're talking about Everton two, Chelsea nil. Everton two, Chelsea nil. Yeah, shocking. Uh, I mean, Everton's form continues. They don't look brilliant doing it, 
but they're getting the Sean Dyche results. I was going to say they kind of look brilliant in the dicey way again, yeah. which is not brilliant, fun football to watch. But how many cha- how many chances do you see them conceding? Not a lot. I saw an Everton meme that was like, blah, 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 the best center back pairing in Liverpool. And it was their center back pairing, of course, you know, yeah, of course like sniping yeah. at us. And uh, tough to argue with, actually. They have not been giving up many ch- a lot of chances in games. And Lord knows Liverpool do give up a lot of chances. They have not. I and mean, Chelsea t- had 73% of the ball. Wow. They were dominant in control, but it didn't... Lead to anything. Lead to anything. No. Hardly any chances at all. Dice, they, he contains the shit so well. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like Pickford made a couple of saves. Yeah. Um, seemingly just kind of flashy saves. Nothing like really too threatening, I feel like. Right. Um, yeah, and Everton just gets their scrappy. Their goal, They get their goals. You know, it's funny. It seemed like they were so uh, in control of that game. That earlier when I had looked at the wrong result and called out the wrong score. Yeah. And now when I look at 2-0, I'm like, I actually did think they won by more than that. <laughs> you know it's funny yeah. yeah it's true yeah. it is funny i mean we've been seeing a lot of huge results around the league lately so maybe that's just why Could because be two no yeah. we're you know we're taking these uh full results for score. granted not yeah. to like spoilers ahead but yeah, uh right. you know two nils pretty dainty these days as a result yeah it seemed like nothing and one of those <laughs> one of those goals came late yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, past kind of 90, icing right? on the cake, you yeah, know. Yeah, I think a young right. young pro, uh, academy kid scored. Yeah, um so Chelsea back down to 12th where they have Ooh. been before where they don't enjoy being. Last time they went down to 12th, I think they spent another billion, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I think about. And they signed Pochettino. Uh and they're right back where they were. What do we know about Bowley at this point? How long does Pochettino have? I don't see him going anywhere. Not this season. I haven't even heard, you know, there's not really even been whispers about it yet. Um, That's true. You know, he's got to be feeling the heat, but. Sure. uh, You know, we'll see. Ooh, that's a good place for my water. Um, (laughs) Satisfying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. There hasn't been so much as a breeze about it. Seemingly it's calm, but, you know, you never know. Pretty bad performance this year. Pretty bad. A lot of money spent. Lots of money spent, pretty bad performances, very up and down. Mm-hmm. Well, Chelsea, we'll see. I, I don't know what else to say about Chelsea. Maybe they believe in the project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> Let's talk about Fulham 5, West Ham, nil. What the fuck, Fulham? Why, when they did Fulham can't. become Rambo, just machine gunning everybody down? Dude? I don't know. We were. I feel like we were talking about them not long ago being pretty much like a dull team. Didn't, we were kind of laughing at Marco Silva. Like they were like, uh, remember when they started this season? They were in the relegation zone for like the first what five like, or six rounds, and we were like, things did not look so good for Fulham this year. Yeah, like, is Fulham finally going to go down? Yeah, uh, Raúl Jiménez seems to have snapped back to life. He's back. I mean, look at that. Like, everyone was scoring. As a matter of fact, Menes scored a beautiful goal. I I forgot to tell you this, but earlier today, because, you know, we're not Fulham purists, you know? We're not. We're not. So earlier today, I actually reached out to the Fulham subreddit. Ooh. And I asked them, where the fuck has this goal search come from? Have y'all been expecting this? Yeah. And um, let me me tell you what they said. This is interesting. One guy gave me a nice breakdown. 
He said, so if you said two weeks ago we'd score 15 goals in four matches and with two clean sheets, you would have deservedly been referred to a padded room. <laughs> this guy's probably British. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, he said, however, at some point the dam was going to break with a good run of goals. He says it's an example of a confidence burst with otherworldly team selection. So they're giving the manager some credit here. Okay. Uh, Kearney coming back into the team, in their opinion, has been the catalyst. Absolute class oozes every superlative. Kearney apparently is uh, the heartbeat of Fulham. See, this is the insight I was looking for. Thank you. This is why Reddit sometimes isn't all bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yep. Also, I would not have known that. I mean, we're looking at the goal scoring list, and he's not listed on there. Yeah. So easy to, as a passerby, to look, uh, yep. look past that. Lots of praise in here for Alex Iwobi. Yeah. You know, the more obvious observation that we were able to make that Jimenez seems to be clicking into place. Yep. And again, he says, just a cherry on top, the substitutes have been immense. Again, this. Um, you know, I don't know, BDR, Reedy, and Harry Wilson are, are being praised here. Harry but, Wilson scored a cracker. Yeah, it sounds to me like circling back to uh, um, smart management, you know? Good. It's funny. I, I think we, uh, you, you, I think you took some shots at Marco Silva early in the season. It's true, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. It was subconscious. You said at one point, I like Marco Silva, and I was like, you You're know like, what? I don't like Marco Silva. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you turned on him. I did. He's kind of a dingus. I mean... Honestly, up until this point, I would think I would have agreed with you that he hasn't really been the best manager in the yeah, world. Yeah. But hey, we'll see if they can keep this run going. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um Yeah, I don't know what to say, dude. It's it's impressive. They're averaging four goals a game right now. It's insane. Yeah. What a run for fun, any team in the league. Super fun stuff. Let's see did anything else here. No, nope, that's it. That's it from the Fulham subreddit. Nice. Thanks for that. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, sometimes insight. I don't want to sound like a complete idiot. I should have just taken all that knowledge and passed it off as my own. <laughs> but, yeah. But no, we're respectful over here, Todd. Yeah, that guy was actually pretty helpful, so I appreciated it. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? Yeah, it's very nice of him. I should have given him his name, but whatever. That's okay. There's, I think there's, like, very few people on the Fulham subreddit. You can yeah. find them. <laughs> <laughs> I roast them on my way out of them Jeez, helping us. shots fired. On <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, should we talk about Tottenham 4, Newcastle 1? Tottenham, yeah. Wow. This was a wild one, too. This was just unexpected Tottenham dominance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Newcastle looked dead in the water in that game. Yeah, my pre-match metaphor like indicated that they were both kind of uh, a shambles. Yeah. It seems like Tottenham have gotten up off the gurney. Because, <laughs> yeah. man, they were fucking it up today. They definitely took advantage of a team on the other side who looked like they were dead in the water. Yeah. Um, Newcastle looks bad enough that I think you're, there's going to start to be questions about team morale and locker room stuff. The same kind of questions that are happening at, at Man United right now. Yeah. Um, that's kind that was a of, lackluster performance. And the faces and postures and body language of the squad looked as bad. You know what I mean? There's a certain kind of turning point. I had in my notes earlier, we don't need to like stay beating up on United, but to mention the predictable spiral of Manchester United right now. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I was going to say is how the body language and the and the sniping and yada yada is part of it. You start to learn to see that. Like, these guys aren't doing so good. Yeah, yeah. Something's and wrong internally. You're starting to see that at Newcastle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been sloppy. Um, yeah, like you said, the body language doesn't look good. Yeah. Obviously, they've been in the trenches with that team injured as it is. Yeah, you'll, we'll see if they can come through, get a couple of players. But Callum Wilson came back for the first time today, I think. Mm. I think that's a huge boost for them. 
um especially morale wise i feel like that he's like the guy is just like all energy sure like he's like the leader on the pitch you know you get him out there chasing around up front yeah that's pretty easy to imagine hopefully he can maybe get them going again yeah um but yeah it looked bad it looked really bad today hmm. um and i don't know you know give tottenham credit for what they did they looked great they did they scored they scored some great goals yeah um you know, they could have scored way more goals. Yeah, they could have. It's true. But, yeah, Sun was lighting it up. Kulisevsky had some fun times. It was like classic Tottenham again, Richarlison right? Charleston was even scoring. Charleston was dominating. Looked easy, he was easy oh, scoring. He was so sad to come off with two goals on. Furious. I love that Andre did that to him. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a classy move. Yeah. Uh, I say that only because Klopp does it all the time. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, I was hoping for Charles and Tantrum, but he's growing up. Apparently, he held it in. Yeah, he held he it just pretty well. Sad and emo on he, his way he up. High fived and. Yeah. Uh, oops, sorry about that. What's up? I accidentally hit play in a, a YouTube video about Spurs somehow. Oh, I didn't hear it. Uh, You're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he held it together nicely. Looked, you know, composed walking off the pitch. I liked. I liked uh, seeing Big Ange happy again, but he was also. He knows that he's kind of fucked up. He's kind of like that. He was. He wasn't like gloating. Or, he's humbled. You know, he was like mm, he's been he's humbled. Like, yeah, he was very resigned in his celebrations. Yeah. A very uh, um, my vocabulary is off, but you know yeah. what I mean. It was yeah. It was funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I like I like his uh his his, his funny awkward interview style. His post match was so quiet. We had to crank up the TV. Just like yeah, I was watching yeah. it for the first like thirty seconds. I like, am I am I getting any of this? He's like. Is he fucking Marlon Brando? Yeah, what is happening here? Yeah. But, yeah. Congrats to Tottenham finally breaking that terrible slide they were on. You know we got no love for Tottenham, but straight, but I can't deny my love for Big Ange. So yeah. there's uh, mixed feelings now. You know? Absolutely. Kane's out. That helps it a lot. That clears the air a little bit. does feel better. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's good. I'm glad you said Kane because that was the first penalty they've gotten since Kane was gone. That's a we fun had to fact. mention that moment. Yeah, it's weird they don't get so many penalties now that Kane's it's gone. It's weird that the master diver it's has almost like gone he and manufactured suddenly... them somehow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Apparently he never taught anyone else that before he left. Alex not being salty at all over there on his birthday. No, I mean, I can say probably like 15 of his goals are dive penalties against Arsenal. That's true. <laughs> we, we will allow Alex that. On I'll his be birthday. salty about that all I want. Kane had in your stats and how many penalties you had while you've got the salt shaker out let's talk about <laughs> luton town one manchester city two this Ugh. one made you mad today it made me real mad i heard you screaming i actually was like in the kitchen cooking up some breakfast yeah it was frustrating as all hell because city had literally two minutes of of dominance and it was just two minutes they got their goals mm, how it be sometimes they did not look great outside of that that's what football do to you as they yeah. want to say it was yeah it was frustrating uh, Luton looked like they took the eye off the ball just for a moment coming off halftime. Yeah. And they got punished for it. Yeah. And other than that, they looked solid. It was frustrating, very right. frustrating for them not to be able to hold out for at least a point. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's pretty heartbreaking stuff. You know who probably has not been humbled by their little tough run? Pep Guardiola. No. That motherfucker doesn't get humbled. He's the <laughs> least humble man ever, I think. <laughs> it's so true. People don't say that enough about him. No, he's a very arrogant man. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I was also very annoyed by him screaming in the ref's ear the entire way off the pitch for about five minutes as he they was telling off the, the ref a goddamn story on the way off of that pitch. And I watched the entire first half. I have no clue what he was talking yeah, what about. What was he possibly? I didn't see about? a single incident. Clean where He could have been yelling. That Goal much was about great it. and clean. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's very confusing. But Plant, suddenly things go seeds. their way. He's doing his weird fucking mind meld shit. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. If he was in Star Trek, he definitely would be a Vulcan. But he'd be one of the trashy Vulcans that is like so adheres to the rules that he's kind of a fascist. Yeah, yeah. Not a fun one. Yeah. But yeah, City back to winning ways. Yeah. You feeling threatened? What are they, three points back from Arsenal now? I mean, they are, uh, they're always going to be in it. Yeah, we yeah. all know there's a long way to, to go. Say you're dumb to not feel. I didn't by expect them, even this when, uh, to run to continue for too long, right? And we've said we talked about their their easy run coming up through the holiday fixture. Yep, they might pull if, a few points on us if we get beat up a little bit. Yeah, the, our two teams have pretty tough runs. Look, we if we see them being we, right back up there, we come out of January with us within three points of City. You know, you know, a single round touching distance. Yeah, I'm happy. Oh yeah. Yeah, if we can get through January at top three all tight like that, mm-hmm. it'll be that'll be good. It'll be a good run to the finish. Yeah. I'm excited for like, hopefully that potential. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of bad games this season, but it's a weirdly interesting season. Yeah. You know? It's true. It's true. It's been there has been a lot of bad performances. And a lot of like kind of boring, choppy games. Yeah. Wonder if that's and, and, big fatigue. And also like a lot of like insanely lopsided games. It's true. Like, y'all, five nil used to not be a common score line. Now I feel like we get one every weekend from no. somebody. It was always know? just like Southampton occasionally getting beat like nine nil. Yeah. And that would be like, like Whoa, once what a happened? Season, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and then that wouldn't happen again. But we've seen like I mean three nils, four nils even so commonly lately. People are mentally Mentally fragile. I mean, collapsing. I, I think obviously it's the way refereeing's being called in the box now. Defenders have less power and such, but for sure, still the league is just feels different lately. Yeah, yeah, but it's competitive, so mm-hmm. I like it. I like where it's at. Who was it that smacked Bayern Munich around over? Let's take a let's Frankfurt. take a jump to Bundesliga. Frankfurt five one, five one. Yeah, Kaner not on the score sheet. Um, Leverkusen leading Bundesliga three points clear. Wild. Mm-hmm. A little update Harry there. Kane. That's pretty fun. Still struggling to win trophies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did I tell you I finally got my Liverpool contract in FIFA? Oh, you did? No, you didn't tell me. It's not cool. That's why I didn't tell you about it. Oh, no. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> this fucking game, it's just so disappointing, dude. Yeah. You know, I worked my whole life for this contract. I put yep. so much work in blood, sweat, and tears. The sacrifices I made, dude. Yeah. And... At the end of the season, it's like season over. You have met goals for contract. Would you like to sign for Liverpool? Press A, and you press A, and then you just the seat, and it's like loading screen, and then the season starts over, and you're playing for Liverpool. It, there's not, I mean, there's like oh. a, a little video of you like walking into the training ground, but it's stupid, yeah. and it. And, EA, you know, it was come so on. anticlimactic, dude. I was like, this is horrible, dude. EA's so lame, like, man. They, were, they did nothing to play that excitement, knowing that it was my goal team. Because you do set it as a goal to reach. Yeah, it's your goal team. And yeah. they do nothing, really, of like, 
I mean, it's literally like you just tick boxes throughout your season. Yeah. And once you mix them, it, it hit them. It's like hit A to sign for Liverpool. That's so lame. Yeah, man. it was lame. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that because they just focus their money, all their focus on like ultimate team cards. Yeah, exactly. So like the people who like us who enjoy like the single player like career mode of yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Just get this like half-assed experience. Dude, I was so disappointed. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's really random to insert in the middle of the lineup, but actually, this fine. Is, we're just about wrapping we're this wrapping baby up. up anyway. I got one more little funny note from uh, around Europe. Cool. What do you got? Um, Barcelona was beaten 4-2 by Girona today. No way. Girona on top. Back on top? Back on top. La Liga, Bundesliga, both unpredictable. Yeah. Two points clear of Madrid now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Wild stuff. Barcelona, they are... Seven points clear Barcelona after beating them 4-2. That's incredible. Isn't that wild? Are they not a fluke? I'm going to have to start watching some La Liga. I know. I kind of want to see this. Yep. I gotta yep. see. I have to at least watch a couple of games of them play. All right, everybody, this pretty good. We're gonna tune into La Liga now. <laughs> we have to. We gotta do it. They finally figured out how to make their league interesting. Yeah. Let another team be in the com- <laughs> conversation for once. <laughs> <laughs> real talk. For real. For real. Shots fired at La Liga. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> it's true, though. It is true. You know. I don't want to watch Real Madrid versus Barcelona every season. It's not that interesting. It's not fun. Especially now that Messi's gone. Trust me, we hate the Man City story, too. It's just as bad in England. For sure. But we at least have some competition below that level. Mm -hmm. Well, how are you feeling, Alex? I feel pretty good. We're wrapping up your birthday here just about. Birthday. How'd it go? It's pretty good. Got some some tasty Mexican Mexican food. food. Um, We hung out, watched a lot of soccer that was kind of boring. Yeah, it's a pretty lazy day. A lot of... Yeah, we wasted a lot of time on that soccer, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I'll give Tottenham that result. They were they were pretty pretty fun to watch. It's true. It's nice seeing them snap back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Mm. Now that they're not a threat anymore. <laughs> what do you think, y'all? <laughs> Holler at us. Um, actually, I meant to. Yeah, you meant to turn the music back down. <laughs> actually, I meant to say. um no for real though um anyone listening if we miss any headlines or stories or anything fun that we uh, we know we don't hit it all yeah for sure but sometimes we do forget stuff that we do want to hit so holler at us if we missed anything good and we'll we'll catch it yeah you know drop it in an episode when we can absolutely and with that (sighs) fucking ableton (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have a good week, everybody. See you next week. There you go.